Welcome back. This is episode nine of Unconfirmed Transactions. And today I'm going to be giving a rundown of the Consensus 2016 Scamathon. So I participated in the hackathon this weekend before Consensus. I didn't have enough money, or I mean, I have enough money, but like I had enough um, brains not to drop all that money on a Consensus ticket. Uh, if you did pay for a Consensus conference ticket, I'm sorry for your losses. And hopefully next year you will learn from that experience. <laughs> um, honestly, like if I, I, I really hope that consensus kind of just goes away. Um, next year, don't go. <laughs> if you can, if, if you don't have some sort of like dire business need of being there, just pass on it. Um, you know, just don't. It was... Uh, it was something else. I didn't go to the conference part, but I heard about it and I saw some things on it. But what I experienced at the hackathon was like, oh, geez, like what is happening here? I felt like I was in an insane asylum all weekend. So anyways, it, so it, it was at Microsoft's uh, office by Times Square. And the one of the first, so I, let me just preface this. So I went there because I've never been participated in a hackathon before. I'm a PHP programmer mostly. I'm like a web developer. And I, I thought I would make something that's kind of funny. Like, I wanted to make something that was ironic, but also kind of like an actual submission. And so the idea was to make a MySQL audit plugin. MySQL has a plugin API. And I had looked at the documentation. I'm not a C, and it's written with C, so I'm not a C programmer. But like, I looked at the documentation and I had seen some example code. And I figured I could probably mock it out as pseudocode and sort of like hack my way through it because it would only be like, I don't know, maybe like a 300 line plugin at the end. Um, so that was what I kind of set my goal to do. And the idea was basically to, um, when a, the idea was to create the most, the, the least amount of effort possible to without changing your stack, without changing your technology, if you use a MySQL database, you can simply plug in this plugin and it will shoot off your inserts to Tyrion and then you can be sure that about what you inserted when, and when you inserted it. Um, <laughs> which is what databases already do for you. Um, but that was like sort of the ironic um, goal and you know, I thought like, okay, I have a pretty achievable thing here. Let's let's do this. So I went to I went to the meetup or the to the hackathon. And uh the first thing somebody asked me on the on the elevator was like, Oh, you're here to hack? Um I was like, Yeah. Um He's like, What what stack are you gonna be working on? And I was like, I'm gonna be working on a MySQL plugin. He's like, No, 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 like what what blockchain stack are you gonna be working on? And I was like, I'm gonna be working on Bitcoin, obviously. And that was like the end of the conversation because all the sponsors here are, are having like their own, their own blockchain platform. Basically all these companies are creating like, um, they want to cloud host your blockchain VM or something like that. Um, blockchains are truly just databases. Uh, blockchains are truly just like cloud hosted databases or something like that. I don't know. It, it's, it's very strange. Um, like IBM apparently has their own thing called Blue Mix or Blue Nix or Blue Who Give a Suck. Um, Microsoft has their Azure platform, which is hosting all sorts of stuff, I guess. Um, uh, there's a company called Block Apps that was really hot on the Ethereum people using their stuff. And uh, so, anyways, that's that's the sort of the beginning and the so they didn't tell us the rules about the hackathon until like while we're sitting there in the room it became clear to me that other people were told the rules before the hackathon began uh, or the scamathon began and so here is the judging criteria the idea is unique idea market readiness tech complexity and the presentation so that's like the the vague criteria um, and then the rules there are going to be no code reviews no, and it didn't say no GitHub explicitly, but like you have to post to the devpost.com group where there's no code submission. So no code reviews, essentially no GitHubs, um, and you can pre-build stuff, but you just need to indicate what portion was pre-built. But since there's no code reviews, the indication of what was pre-built is like 
not um, determinable anyways. So for me, it was a total scamathon. You know, I've never participated in a hackathon, but I, I was pretty sure, like, when they were reading out those rules, I was like, oh, this is not a hackathon. This is something else. Um, and that's what I found out, you know, over the course of the weekend. So I went off. Oh, no, here, here's what I did. Uh, I made notes of, like, everyone's presentations. Like, there was, like, a pitch moment where you could, like, find new team members. Um, hold on, let me back up. There's just a, a, a lot of stuff to, to run through in terms of, like, what happened. I'm trying to find right now the name of the guy that was facilitating it. There was, like, a guy that I found out was, like, he sort of, um, I guess he professionally runs hackathons, um, and he's in, involved with, like, Blockchain University. And I want to talk about him a little bit because I thought he was facilitating really poorly. Um, but apparently he's hired to do this stuff all the time. Let me see here. I know I'm really, oh, I should probably edit this, but I'm not gonna, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Looking, I'm looking. All right. I found his face, not his name. That's weird. Okay, his name is Robert Schwenkter. Schwenkter. Robert Schwenker. Yeah. So I don't know his whole background, but he's involved with the Blockchain University, and I guess he runs these things professionally. And he was a real SJW at this event. Um, during his like intro, he was like welcoming people. He's like, you know, put your hand up if you're like um, from another country. We're gonna be taking like a photo of all the people from overseas and a photo of all the women. So <laughs> he was all like the whole day. Like this guy, whenever a woman was presenting, he would st- like take two three minutes to like intro the woman specifically and like highlight the woman and um when they were taking a group photo he went around and like collared all the women and like pushed them into the middle and then you know of course he's also next to the women um and then if you look at like his twitter account his twitter description is um Blockchain U founder, blockchain tech education and project ideation, Silicon Valley, India, Japan, women in tech diversity. So he's big on women in tech diversity. He went to the Women's Day lunch and you can see like he's one of the only guys there with like the photo. So he's just, I just don't think he's like, he says he'll he'll tell people he's like a a big supporter of women and like wants to help women and stuff, but you know, his version of helping women is, like, tokenizing them and putting himself in all the photos. Um, you know, that was, like, just an aside, but that guy is just skeezy. Did not like him. And everyone else is telling me that he's, like, a he's like an important guy. Whatever. Um, anyway, so they're doing their intros, and the sponsors each did their own little intro. Um, there is one, the Block Apps guy was mentioning that they have like a 100 ether prize and he totally pumped he like in the first half hour there was pumping going on he was like if we're going to give a 100 ether prize and i'm going to be so mad if it's worth a hundred thousand dollars in the future so he started off by pumping bitcoin to uh, not bitcoin ethereum to a thousand which was like disappointing uh the deloitte sponsor made an excel spreadsheet joke which i thought was pretty good um Oh, and the guy I was just mentioning, the Robert Schwenker, um, there was a team called Truffle, a um, c- couple young guys, and he introduced one of the guys as Jay Kwan of Tendermint. He was like, and here's Jay Kwan. And then the guy from Truffle's like, my name is Joseph Chow. Um, I'm not Jay Kwan. <laughs> just, it's just so funny, like... You know, social justice warrior, except like, you know, in reality, he's an asshole. <laughs> you know, oh, all Asians look al- look alike, right? Fuck you. Um, so anyway, so there now there's there was pitches. I took a lot of notes. So there was pitches uh, for people looking to get teammates. One of the teammates, uh, one of the first people, they were, he was like, blah, 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 blah. He's my project. And he's like, okay, what kind of, who do you need, like, in terms of, like, coders, designers? And the guy said, we need anyone who can solve the out-of-gas problem. 
you know, that problem that you always have with Ethereum. Um, another guy wanted to do tokenized agricultural shares. Um, just as a side note, most people um, were designers who need developers or like they were logical systems thinkers that needed developers. Um, everyone needed developers. Um, there was a thing called Union D that wanted to do unions on the blockchain. There was a blockchain app that wanted to support volunteerism. This guy was like a bro, but he had, I think I liked this idea. It's just like it wasn't worth joining because he was just a bro and didn't have any skills himself. He said his dream was to have poker cards in one hand and a smartphone in the other hand and so that they could do like side bets with crypto, IRL. I thought that was kind of interesting. I could see that being like, um, I could see that being a thing. Um, there was one that they were they wanted to introduce transparent real estate bidding because of ghost bids in real estate. Um, one guy made a joke about the venereal disease app that uh, that Vitalik proposed, and but he was actually trying to make a and and this is actually what he said. He his goal was to make a biometric app controlled by robots. Um, that's truly what he said. Another one was dead simple voting app, and there'd be two chains, one for the people and one for what we vote on. Don't know why you need two blockchains. Um, here's another one. Uh, the, her pitch was kind of long. You have a startup and no cash. What do you do? Tokenize it. Make make your illiquid asset liquid. She is building a regulatory platform for the secondary market. It's like QuickBooks. It's like other stuff all rolled into one. Um, and somebody she was asked what she's building today because she had a team of developers and obviously like a, a product like ahead of time and what they were building at the hackathon was the registration portion. So at the hackathon with a pre-built application and a team, she was building the registration portion. That's a total scamathon, guys. Um, somebody wanted to make an alias bank account system that was permissioned. Um, so like if you wanted to I, I think the idea was to put your like email in the blockchain and you could like look up the email and send them money and it would hit a bank account. I don't know. Who cares? Another one was open source blockchain logistics. This guy was, his stack, that as he described it, was data comes in from anywhere. It goes into Ethereum. It goes into BigChainDB. And then it's an Eris stack. So that's like his convoluted technology stack. You know, that sounds really efficient and smart. Uh, video player with checkout button paid for with Ethereum. Community relief fund, peer-to-peer -peer insurance. A distributed DB for exchange. Uh, to A distributed DB to centralize all the exchange problems or something like that. Some guy wanted to re revamp the supply chain <coughs> because his mom works in logistics and wants to put her out of work. And the way they would do it is by incentivizing truckers with tokens and smart contracts to deliver on time because truckers don't have incentives to show up on time. Um, one guy was an attorney who may be useful for networking in Luxembourg because there was just that announcement that somebody became a registered exchange, I think it was, in Luxembourg. But he wants to build a big data nonprofit company for digital IDs. He wants to do a historic IPO where there'd be one human, one share for their IPO. The, I the share would give you no div dividends and not be transferable. And that would be um, that would be like step one, and then they would go from there. Um, here's a cool one I I I kind I pretty much liked, but they didn't. He didn't present, unfortunately. But um, he was a Bloomberg employee that quit for hacker school, and he started just pulling out like computer parts out of his pockets, and he was gonna build a low cost, low power Wi-Fi enabled LCD. Um, basically, he wanted to make a device that would allow people to access the blockchain without a smartphone very cheaply. Um, so he was the only hardware hack, hardware hack and a solo, another solo team. So I thought that was pretty neat. Somebody else wanted to build a decentralized voting system. Um, somebody wanted to get rid of bottlenecks. Um, and oh, this guy was so smarmy. Um, he was like, before he prefaced his pitch by like, well, everyone seems to need an Ethereum developer, and that's great news for me because I am an Ethereum developer. Whoop de boop de And then he's he pitched getting rid of bottlenecks, 
And he created a thing that's called Decentralized P2P Video Chat App to let you find people to help you with your problems. I think the thing he actually pitched was like a tutor program, which is the same idea, but um, somebody wanted to introduce transparency and speed to the government with blockchains. Um, somebody who was a runner-up from a hackathon recently, I know that because <clears throat> Robert uh, decided to interject and let everyone know that because she was a woman, but a runner-up from a hackathon recently applying blockchain to a sharing service like Airbnb and Uber. So basically the idea I think was um, right now with Airbnb, you pay like a hundred bucks for a room, even if it's good or bad. Um, whereas in her version, if you're there and like you see a bug, you'll pay like 40% less or like if it was great, you pay 20% more, something like that. Um, don't know why you need a blockchain for that. Um, a cryptocurrency, crypto asset bank to simplify it for consumers. So, Mt. Gox. Portfolio manager wants to automate trust relationship between him and his clients. Um, somebody had an unfinished white paper about proof of ownership using colored coins. Somebody had a background in finance, wanted to put letters of credit on the blockchain. That's an import-export um, thing. I don't know a whole lot about that, but it, it struck me as something that might actually might actually be an efficiency. Um, so that was like that was like all the all the pitches uh, that we saw. Um, but yeah, so I I spent all day on on Exotica. Maybe you saw it, but I was I was streaming on Exotica all day, and I had like my team Exotica. So I had the the amazing thing was like I pop on Exotica, and there's a guy in my room called. His username is Womanizer. <laughs> so you, I'm, I'm. You gotta imagine me. I'm at Microsoft. I'm on like a couch. I'm wearing a beer T-shirt. I'm wearing a bandana. I look like a clown. Everyone else is like trying to look like important. Um, or they're wearing like a T-shirt that's like branded Hyperledger or whatever they, whatever their favorite blockchain stack is. And I'm sitting there live streaming myself on Exotica, and I'm like talking to i keep having to say out loud like womanizer <laughs> i got so many weird looks um but he was a c programmer and so he he was like on my e-team and i'm I'm like hacking away i spent like yeah i spent most of the early morning trying to make the c thing happen and he was like dude like you're a php programmer like what are you doing and so i i started to I tried to keep doing the idea I had. Uh, basically, what I did instead is MySQL has this thing called the bin log. So I enabled the bin log, and that just writes um, your. There, MySQL already has like certain logs. So rather than a plugin, I would just read the log and parse it. So I started creating, and I could use PHP to do that. So I started to write a PHP command that would read the um, the log and go line by line and insert that into Tyrion. And I got that working fine. Um, it was actually pretty funny it, like to like log into Tyrion and show like the insert like SQL command. <laughs> uh, but the thing, that, and, and then the other thing, uh, so then I started getting into like mocking it up in t for demo purposes. And we came up with the idea of um, since I was going to put all the insert, all the SQL commands into Tyrion and it would be sequential, I could pull them out of Tyrion in reverse and basically replicate the database. So we were going to call it um, multi homed secure database replication technology or something like that. We were, the, the, the Exotica chat room was being really good with the buzzwords, but. When it came down to it, like when I went home and like really thought about it, I was like, oh my God, like the irony would be lost on the people here. Like I, the people there were already looking down on Bitcoin really hard. Like I got, I mean, I was just, you know, it was just weird. Like it's just a weird place to be. So many conversations I overheard were just like, there's one conversation I overheard where this guy was like super excited that he took like a 10th of a Bitcoin and made it like $2,000. So he was like, a thousand air and so like obviously he's like 
his dick is really hard for Ethereum. Um, a lot of people talk. Basically, the message of the hackathon is Bitcoin is dead. Ethereum is the real innovation. Um, I saw one presentation from a guy from EtherCamp where he literally kind of like historicized Bitcoin as like in the past. And now there's Ethereum. Um, just weird. And, and the thing I noticed also uh, during the hackathon was like how hard it was to develop on Ethereum. Uh, all the people that wanted to use Ethereum, um, they had a very hard time to doing so. Um, I know they relied heavily on people from the block apps team to actually help them with their code. Um, stuff like that. Um, let's see. Where was I? Okay, so yeah. So when I was home, I, I just I just decided to pivot. And uh, I put... And then at that time, I hadn't had a GitHub because it was like, well, if they're not doing code reviews, who cares? So I... I at that time, I threw it up on GitHub, what I had, and then I started working towards a, I started pivoting towards um, a lead generation thing, because I felt like I wanted to, I did, I wanted to have something to present, and I wanted it to be demoable, and I wanted it to be, like, their criteria, if you remember, was market readiness, and the presentation, tech complexity, and unique idea, so, like, I felt like I would have a market ready idea and just something worth showing them versus the funny idea I had, which is still funny. It's just they wouldn't get it. Like, it would just be, like, totally lost in them that, that I was pranking them. And uh, I don't have, like, the wherewithal to, you know, go in front of that many people and totally fart um, and have them not get it. Um, and it just, yeah. <laughs> so I pivoted and, ma and I made some other thing. I'm going to drop a link into... My description. You can actually see my hackathon presentation. So I came in at nine 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 thirty. Is like I gave my um. You had to give like a rehearsal to present, and one of the the rules before the day of this hackathon that I was I was that I did know was that there was no slides. It was supposed to be all demo. And what happened was during the rehearsals, people were like they had lots of slides like way they were like all slides and so that as a compromise so that people could actually have stuff to present like within the rules they said like okay you can have two slides but like originally it was no slides um so anyways i do my demo and i go back to coding and somebody comes over and it's the microsoft judge um for the event and she said that her colleague saw my demo and that she wanted to see my demo too and I exchanged contact information with her. And I thought that was pretty good. That was like a good sign. I was like, okay, like that's encouraging that like somebody told her that I, she needs to see my thing and that she's a judge and that I just exchanged contact information with her. Like that seems, um, that was a good sign. And then, um, so later on, oh, and then, so then I was, I'm, I was done. I was like, I had to talk to Wayne from Tyrion because I was I used his API. He was a sponsor and a judge. I, I I talked to him a bit so that I could because he has like three APIs to choose from, and I was like, "What's the best API to use here?" Um, and so that I had like a little powwow with him, but like everyone was having powwow with the judges and the sponsors and stuff. It it, it was pretty normal. Um, at that at that event, um, and then I spent the rest of like the afternoon hanging out with a uh, Bitcoin Aerolog who was there at the conference covering it. You probably saw him live blogging. And um, I met Brian Bishop, who I think is of Ledger X. And this is something that was pretty funny. I've if This is something I would recommend you do. If anyone ever asks you if you know who Vitalik Buterin is or if you've ever heard of them, I saw I watched Brian Bishop do this to somebody. And some, someone goes, oh, do you know who Vitalik is? And he was like, who? And the guy was like flabbergasted. He's like, uh, Buterin. And he's like, huh, who? And then he's like, oh, okay, yeah, no. Yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> Hilarious. If you ever have the chance to like act like you don't know who Vitalik is, you should seize it um, for sure. Anyway, so then, then the presentations came up. And I did, I, I did my presentation and the feedback I got was, it was really good. Uh, I mean, the question I got from the judges was, one guy asked if I could see Salesforce integrating the technology I demoed. 
I felt like that, and I was like, I don't know. But I thought that was a pretty good question to get. Uh, indicated I did pretty good, in my opinion. And then the other comment I got was from Wayne. And, well, Wayne was a sponsor, and I used his technology but in a judge. But he just made a comment that was like, you know, there's a company called Lead ID that makes millions of dollars doing what you seem to have coded in a day. And, I mean, I coded up a pretty neat thing, but it it's... It, I mean, the code itself is not so great. It's like a hackathon submission. It's, it's like a demoable thing for the hackathon. Um, after my presentation, before, I mean, before people were done presenting, someone runs over to me, and I've looked him up since. Um, somebody runs over to me, and he's like, I missed your demo. Um, I'd love to see it. Um, and people are still, still doing their demos. So I was like, look, like I will find you after... People are done doing their demos, and I'll show you it again. Um, and it's on GitHub, so here's the GitHub URL. So I give him that stuff, and he, he runs away. But his name is Renat Kasanshi. Kansashin? I don't know. His name is Renat. And he is the CEO of Altoros, which is a sponsor of the event. And he was also one of the guys doing the hackathon. Um, now, but I don't know, I guess that's fine. Cause like his, he was a sponsor of the event, but he was not a judge. Um, and he was participating in the hackathon and his team won the Deloitte prize. Um, basically they made a way to like rent, rent, uh, like big equipment, like industrial equipment. Um, and Deloitte was like all about that. But the funny thing was during their presentation, and you gotta remember, this is like they won a sponsor prize to get flown out to Deloitte and like get all these GoPros and like, I don't know, get wined and dined by Deloitte. Um, but during their presentation, they're like, well, we were gonna show you something, but uh, our blockchain is broken. <laughs> that was funny, yeah. And the presentations in, in general, like, um, the people that wrote smart contracts, what they did is they simply pulled up the smart contract on like a blockchain viewer and they were like, here's the smart contract we wrote and they wouldn't like demo it, um, which I thought was really, really weird. Um, so either they wouldn't demo their smart contract and just showed you the text or they were relying heavily on slides and mockups um, or they didn't have anything really to demo. Like they would just do like slides. One guy snuck in and just presented a white paper Another guy snuck in and just presented, like, a, a presentation. I mean, I just thought, like, I had actually... I was feeling pretty good. Like, you know, I, got, I had the Microsoft judge earlier come up to me. I had some good... A bit, when I finished my presentation, Bitcoin error log was like, dude, you just killed it. And then, you know, I had the good feedback from the judges. And then somebody ran over to me to, like, see my thing. I was, like, feeling pretty good about it. Um... But then when it came to, like, the time for, like, the awards or whatever, um, <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> uh, it was just weird. Like, it was just, like, Ethereum, 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 Ethereum. Um, you know, but that's fine. I guess the team that won was, like, a, an actual company or something like that. Um, I talked, and the, their presentation was terrible. I don't know, I don't know why they won. Um. And then I know I talked to somebody who was like one of the runner ups at the Bitcoin devs meetup actually afterwards. And this kind of speaks to me with the kind of people that were at that event. I was like mentioning like what I had coded for the hackathon and he just interjects. I love it. I want a crowdfund for it. And I was like, uh, no, he's like, you should definitely go make that and like take all people's money. <laughs> he was like, uh, no, <laughs> but I think, Oh, oh! before the end of the hackathon, another guy comes up, and I would love some help identifying this guy, because I kind of want to call him out on it publicly, even though, I mean, this is public right now, but I don't know his, I don't know who he is. But basically, another guy comes up to me after the, the hackathon, uh, and I had seen him all day, kind of like, I don't know, you know, like, you make eye contact with some people, and like, they seem to be like 10,000 feet above you. And like, you're like a low, a low life. Like that's the way he would look at me. <laughs> and so he, you can tell, like he begrudgingly comes over to me and he's like, 
so I missed your demo and I was wondering if I could see it. And I was just like, no, like I'm tired. I was like wicked tired. I was deliriously sleep deprived at that point because I was doing the hackathon thing. But he told me that he missed my demo. But the funny thing is I took a selfie before I did my demo. Like I turned around and I put the camera in the air and I take a picture of the people behind me and he's in the audience. Like he's smack dab in front of me during my demo. And then he comes over and tells me he didn't see my demo. Um, so I don't know. I just think there's, there was a lot of people there who are pretty cutthroat, um, who, you know, just would put money ahead of everything and weren't like, would, weren't afraid to scam. Um, and I, I think I, uh, what I, I mean, I heard a, a lot of mixed things, but basically I heard that some of the judges that were, um, Bitcoin, uh, related judges thought I had a pretty good project but the other judges were like red in the face and like fighting over like who would win Ethereum or Blue Mix or like my stack or your stack. And they were like trying to adjust their votes. And, you know, I think it's pretty clear that this was a scamathon. It was created by these companies, namely, you know, Microsoft, Consensus, um, IBM, these, these sort of like companies. And they kind of like worked together to just pick the winners that they thought best suited their needs um, and, and not really pay attention to like the quality of the presentation or the complexity of the code, if there was any code at all. Um, yeah, total scamathon. I would not recommend ever participating in it. I wouldn't, um, you know, and I talked to people who went to the actual event and they were like, um, just totally not worth it, guys. I know, I know I've been like trying to give a chronological uh, series of events, but um, basically one of the things that also happened was, so Tyrion was a, was a sponsor and judge. And I think Tyrion really got fucked because they were a Bitcoin company, but like every, every sponsor besides Tyrion, like early on, they had like a demo of their technology and all this stuff. And Wayne was told, I guess that like, I'm, I don't know if I'm going like, I'm like abusing people's trust right now, whatever. I just, it's just whatever, dude. You got to know that I run a podcast and if you don't want me to say stuff, you got to specifically ask me not to. <laughs> but uh, Wayne gave like a presentation, like Wayne was one last year. So he gave like a talk like, well, hey, hey guys, like, you know, here's what I did last year and like, here's some some advice. But like he didn't realize he could do like a whole product demo like everyone else did. Um and also all the sponsors had prizes, but like he didn't know that sponsors were allowed to give prizes. So <laughs> if you look at the hackathon consensus like page, you'll see like there's all these sponsor challenges and the only one that doesn't have a sponsor challenge is, is Tyrion <laughs> because they didn't tell him he could do that. Uh, and so last minute I'm told they, they decided to give me one Bitcoin. Like Wayne was like, we're going to give and the, he also didn't call me Dan Anderson. He was like, drop lister. We're going to give you a Bitcoin. Uh, and then I went out to dinner with those guys and they were like, yeah, they didn't tell us we had to do that. So we just made it up on the fly. And so I told them to keep their stick in Bitcoin. Um, but like I was awarded, you know, in name a one Bitcoin at the hackathon conference. My project was called lead market. And I promise you in any coin desk press release about this event, you will not see the name lead market at all. Um, you'll see everything else mentioned, but not lead market because that's a Bitcoin project. So fuck consensus, consensus, fuck CoinDesk, fuck your scamathon, fuck your scam conference. Um, do not go to this conference. If there's anything that like I can do with my podcast, I'd like to help. If I can, I'd like to steer certain people that listen away from certain companies uh, <laughs> and events. So, in my opinion, CoinDesk is a company to avoid, Consensus is an event to avoid, and the Hackathon absolutely is worth avoiding. Um, and as you know, Coinbase might be a company not worth working for. <laughs> um, what do we got? I know this is going to sound just like petty, because it's like, oh, you lost, you loser. But I was one of two Bitcoin projects out of 26 submissions. And I was like one of the only projects to have like an actual live demo. Um, like I didn't, 
there were some things that were mocked up, but very, very few. And most of it was like live in front of you. Um, I thought one of the interesting things was, I know that the guys on Bitcoin Uncensored just mentioned that DARPA had a project that about like uh, messaging on the blockchain. One of the uh, submissions was actually in response to that. It was called Black Ops Messaging. And they used IBM's blockchain, IBM Bluemix blockchain. Um, and they were like, they give a presentation about how like spies will use it and how like the nodes would survive being, the, the network would survive nodes being blown up and like, it was a really weird presentation to see. Um, but IBM actually gave them like an honorable mention. They were like, oh, the black ops thing. We're kind of into that. You know, ugh. you know, well, I'm not surprised though. Cause IBM like, you know, they're pretty sure that they were the ones that sold the number of machines to the Nazis during the Holocaust. Uh, that's my understanding about them. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was just weird, guys. Like, it was the thing that was disappointing for me was like how, what would be like the op- opposite of like, um, it's like building confidence or whatever. It was like, de- oh, demoralizing. It was very demoralizing participating in this event as somebody who was like actually trying to do like the hackathon thing. Like, you know, what can I do in 24 hours? Um, and give it, gave like a decent demo and, you know, just like I, I went at it really hard and I, I think I felt like I hackathoned correctly. And then, you know, basically having people give me a lot of good feedback and kind of like, you know, it seemed like, you know, I was uh, people were appreciating what I did. And then when it came to the voting, it was just like I saw them hand out awards to just like re- really, really, really like poorly presented, not working code. Um you know, just because they're Ethereum, um, which is, you know, I don't know. I don't, I just don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. And here's the funny thing, um, that the, one of the judges was, um, Munib from Blockstack and he posted on, um, what is it called? Medium. He made a medium post called blockchains aren't magic in direct response to this hackathon. So that kind of gives you an idea of like the nuttiness that was going on there. Um, blockchains aren't magic. Like if you have to, if you're moved to write such a thing, yikes. Um, yeah, I talked to Ryan from Blockstack while I was there. It was it was awkward. I mean, because I you know the things I've said about Blockstack, but like I gave him a lot of my criticisms and you know. He recursed with me for a while, but it kind of looped back to his original point. Here's the thing that I was doing to him that was was really throwing him for a loop was he would say something like, um, you know, it's really important that we have DNSSEC, right? And I was like, I don't know what DNSSEC is. I'm not sure. And he's like, oh, uh, uh, and then he's going to explain to me what that is and why it's important. And I was like, and then he's like, it's really important, like the biggest the problem, the biggest problem with the internet is security, right? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't thought about it. Um, I'm not sure. And then he tells me about like his Oracle that he, that has told him that and all this other stuff. But if you ever meet somebody, um, this is these like sort of Silicon Valley startup people, you know, if you ever talk to them, they will end a statement with right. And what they really mean is nod your head and, say yes because like i'm gonna move on to my next point and they keep they they just want you to get to saying yes 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 it's an opportunity to stop thinking and if you instead say um i'm not so sure or like what do you mean or like explain that thing to me uh i haven't thought about that or you know and i hadn't or you know just be honest with your ignorance it really confuses them um but yeah i had i had a fairly productive conversation with him although it was awkward um, someone I didn't speak to was Munib from Blockstack, but from what I heard and what he wrote and what I saw, like, um, I, my appreciation for Blockstack, uh, has increased at, at least for Munib. I think he's pretty cool. He researches distributed systems and stuff and he's not running a token sale. So, you know, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'm still skeptical of Blockstack as like a, as being like something that will 
work, but um, I liked what I saw from Munib throughout this weekend. Um, yeah, see, look, I'm willing to reevaluate my positions on things and people. Look at that. Whoa. But, um, yeah, definitely the biggest loser of this hackathon was Robert Schwenkter. <laughs> I'm sure people like him, but he was just ugh, creepy crawly. Um, what else? I don't know what else to say, guys. This is like this. Basically, the the whole weekend was very demoralizing for me. I I would not recommend anyone else put themselves through that. Like, especially if you're trying to do something with Bitcoin, like they don't they don't appreciate that because Bitcoin's dead. You're a total dinosaur if you do anything with Bitcoin. Um, and um, yeah. Oh, you know, here's just the other thing. The, the, the thing that really confused me about this hackathon was there was like all these side, I was just coding on like a couch, but there was like all these side rooms and I would walk around and check them out and, you know, they're full of people. Like there was like teams of four, like you could have up to four people, but there was like these big teams and side rooms who like you didn't hear from all week and they were just like heads down working in teams of four all week in the side rooms. And then when it came to presentation time, it was like, what were you guys doing? Like, what the fuck were you doing? Like I was my own team, just me. And I had like a live demo presentable, like start to finish. Uh, it, it, I was, it was embarrassing uh, for, for everyone else. <laughs> so yeah, I came there to make a funny thing. Irony was lost in those people. I made something that was presentable. Um, and obviously because it's a Bitcoin thing, it's, it was stupid. Um, and in retrospect, I, I the thing that I really should have done is I should have just said like, oh, and I this is like this is an Ethereum, I'm using Ethereum here, and just mocked it up and like made it look like I was using Ethereum, um, and I probably would have won that if I did that, and that would have been the real joke, and I would have just been like, ha, I didn't use Ethereum, I used Bitcoin, motherfuckers, that would have been the real thing to do, but um, I wasn't smart enough to to, <laughs> I wasn't smart enough to do that, um. Yeah, so yeah, the consensus 2016 hackathon was a total scamathon. The conference, what I from what I heard from people, it was terrible. It was overpriced. Um, there was no like workshops. Um, people that paid to go told me that they wish they just paid the two hundred bucks for the stream. Um, yeah, it's just bad all around, guys. Um, and the thing I keep seeing too is you know, once you go out and you meet some of these people that like run companies and you know, I was there having fun, but a lot of those people there are at work and you know, you can talk to some people in person and you know, they have one opinion and then you see how they, what they say on Twitter and like publicly. And it's a, it's the total opposite opinion because they have a company or, you know, they, they're raising money or they're doing a startup or whatever. Um, but that's why I'm glad that I'm not like, you know, I don't have a Bitcoin company. I don't have a Bitcoin startup. I'm not raising money. Um, I'm just sort of here. Um, and I like that because like it gives me the independence to say what I want, but I see how other people are sort of chained down by the realities of, you know, capital. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I think that's probably it. This is, I mean, this is such a, this was definitely a rant. I just want people to know, like, in my personal opinion, my review of the event was like it was a total scamathon. There was a lot of people there who didn't know what blockchains do. Um, they were using private blockchains, broken blockchains, um, or not coding at all and just doing like slides. Um, and it's just a disappointing thing for me as somebody who I, I was like genuinely really working hard on, on it all weekend. The disappointing thing for me was like n not being recognized at all. And then like being sort of like getting a booby prize from Tyrion, like last minute. Um, and then, you know, in the press releases that came out of it, like it absolutely was never mentioned that I was recognized at all. Um, so that was very demoralizing for me. And I feel like that, that in itself is like not really great for them. You know, it's kind of, I think that reflects pretty poorly on them as like someone running a hackathon to like, like <laughs> demoralize developers. Um, 
I the I really feel like what's what's happening right now um, with the blockchain. It's like it's at a real peak in terms of hype, but it's it's like mustard gas to people like me. Like the blockchain, all the things hype, and like that blockchains are magic and they'll do everything. And we're gonna we're gonna change all the models with code. That sort of worldview and that kind of hype. It, it just yeah, it's like mustard gas to me. So I think. The unfortunate thing that's going to start happening um, is that events like this and people like that that are piling in, they're going to push out all the people like me who like are developers and, you know, kind of aren't crazy people um, because it's it, they make it hard to be like a rational person in the room. Like if you have any rational thought, you kind of get shun, shunned. Like if you're not if you're not drinking the Kool-Aid, like. If you're not drinking the Kool-Aid, uh, uh, you feel like you're the crazy person. Um, <laughs> and that's weird. And I think what's going to happen is developers are going to get pushed out and you're going to be left with scammers, rubes, and people acting like there aren't scammers and rubes because they want to be professional and like not step on toes. And the only people that win in that equation are scammers. Um, but that's sort of where we're heading, I think, if... If the community is not like, uh, you know, a little bit smarter um, about who gets let in, it seems like any any Dick and Jane can just, you know, crazy crazy shits going on, guys. Like I really I really feel this is this is what's going to happen to. I know I see it happening. With, I hopefully it doesn't happen to Counterparty, but I, my my concern is with Counterparty is Counterparty is going to be lamp, left with scammers, rubes, and people acting like that's not the case. And that might also happen with stuff like Bitcoin. Um, you know, I think it's it's really hard to be a Bitcoin core developer. I'm not, but like, I think it's probably really fucking draining to be a Bitcoin core developer. I think a lot of those guys are going to start getting burnt out by this blockchain mustard gas. Um, but I hope it doesn't happen. But I, I just foresee a moment where there's like, you know, all that's left in the room is like VCs, scammers, and like designer UI designers, and all the coders are just like, nah, we 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 do other shit now because <laughs> you guys made it terrible, and then you know it just falls apart or something like that. And I know, I know it's probably not likely, but that's that, this kind of this, just what's happening right now is, oof, it's like a blizzard of fucking bullshit. So. I said I was going to end it like five minutes ago, but the real ending is uh, Coindesk is a joke. Uh, Consensus is a waste of money. And Consensus hackathons are scamathons. Avoid, avoid, avoid. All righty. Have a good one. I'm so gifted at finding what I don't like the most. So I think it's time for us to have a toast. Let's have a toast for the douchebags Let's have a toast for the assholes Let's have a toast for the scumbags Every one of them that I know Let's have a toast for the jerk-offs Gotta never take work off Baby, I got a plan Run away fast as you can